This is Jared Gafford from the Comic Book HQ Podcast, and you're listening to So Wizard Podcast. Broadcasting very fast and very dangerous from the planet Malastare, you are listening to So Wizard. You're thinking, you're people gonna die? The only podcast to make the Kessel Run in under 12 parsecs. There'll be no one to stop us this time. What's going on, everybody? It is time for episode number 236 of the So Wizard podcast. I'm your host, Joey DiCarlo. My co-hosts are the queen of all nerds, Aubrey Litchfield. What's up? And the expert, Mr. Marquis Markellis Reagans. This song is going to get stuck inside of your head. What's going on, everybody? You are listening to So Wizard Podcast. Three friends discuss the world of nerd podcasting weekly. This week, we're going to talk a little bit of news, and then we've got a full review and reaction to the new movie, The Lego Movie 2. But before we get into all of that, how is everyone doing this week? Mark Ellis Regans, tell us how you're doing. I'm good. I'm good. I'm having a good uh, a good K-pop week. Uh-oh. Uh, yeah. <laughs> what does that mean? It, it, Did it you mean- get any more expensive glow <laughs> sticks in? No, no. But I, I was I was very proud of uh, my group. Uh, Red Velvet made their U.S. Uh, tour. They started their U.S. tour this week out in uh, L.A., and uh, they did two awesome shows, and I was actually able to listen to some of it. Uh, someone was live streaming it, so which is very cool. Uh, so with uh, with uh, BTS appearing at the Grammys, with Red Velvet starting off their U.S. tour this week, and with Blackpink appearing on Good Morning America and Stephen Colbert, this is an excellent K-pop week for Mark Reagan. So uh, I'm very excited. Very, these are very exciting times. Very exciting. <laughs> um, did you watch Blackpink on these shows? Uh, I watched their performance at the pre-Grammys party, uh, and it was weird to see what's questionably one of the biggest K-pop groups in the world playing to a room of just, like, stuffy adults <laughs> who, like, who, like, applauded it. It's weird to see them not playing to a crowd that's, like, screaming their heads off. Uh, but it, it was cool. They did a good job. I was very proud of them. Excellent. Excellent. How about you, Aubrey? What's going on? Uh, I'm just taking classes. So about it. That's all I've done in the past couple weeks is focus on school yeah how's it going so far um it's okay i'm taking calculus which is pretty difficult uh because i haven't taken math in like nine years yeah um so it's it sucks just going right back into um calculus and i'm also taking art history and they're giving me credit this is art history one and i already took art history one but when i had signed up for it it's my credits hadn't transferred yet. So they actually, they saw that I was taking art history again. They gave me credit for my art history as art history too. So then I just have to complete this and then that will satisfy um, one of my um, requirements. Nice. Very nice. Yeah. Yeah. Calculus, you plus me equals us. (laughs) (laughs) Deep, deep cut. It's a deep cut for you out there. Yeah, I I actually, you know, I've suggested that we do parody videos at work to different like '90s songs. The song is hysterical. <laughs> it might be too deep a cut out there for the kids. Yeah, yeah and I don't know. And people really should look it up if they don't understand it because it's hysterical. That band is hysterical. And how about you, Joey? Oh boy, I am recovering. <laughs> Recovering from what? Oh, uh, from, never mind. I know it. <laughs> yes. On uh, Tuesday this past week, I went to the parade to celebrate the sixth championship for the greatest franchise in the history of American football, the New England Patriots. Uh, my son and I went to Boston and getting in and out of the city was hell on earth. But the parade was cool. <laughs> nice. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Did he have did your son have fun? Yeah, we had a great time. We uh, it was just getting there and getting out. Like the traffic was pretty bad getting to the subway station, which is the Riverside station outside of the city. And eh, it's usually about an hour, forty-five minute ride from where we live. It took us about two and a half hours to get there. 
So then there was like just absolute mass of humanity trying to get on the trains. We got on the train and the parade started at 11. It was about 9.50. So I'm like, all right, we'll be good. We'll get there. We'll be fine. Mm -hmm. And then the train just comes to a dead stop. And they're like, sorry, guys, uh, train derailed up ahead. So it's going to be on the tracks a while. I'm like, fuck, are you kidding me? So what they did was bump us up to another stop. And then we all got off. And that's on one line. So Riverside is on the D line. And then they uh, were like, oh, well, you can jump on a train on the C line. So everybody, like, there's probably like 200 people on this train. We all got off and we ran, like literally running, <laughs> like four blocks over to where the C train was. And we all jumped on the C train. And then the parade had already started at this point. Oh. And so the, a bunch of guys on the train had their, their phones and were like, okay, it's at the Heinz Convention Center. Okay, it's moving towards Boylston. Okay, it's moving towards Copley. So we were trying to figure out where to get off the train to get ahead of the parade. Right. And I'm thinking already, I'm like the worst parent in the fucking world. <laughs> so I'm like, hey, take a day off of school and come to Boston with me and we'll go to the parade. Oh, except we're just going to sit on trains all day and we're not going <laughs> to see anything. So we got off uh, and we get out of the subway station. We like ran and there's literally just a fucking wall of people. Like you can't even move. And I'm like, fuck. But we did get ahead of the parade. So what I did was I put Colin on my shoulders. Nice. I didn't see a goddamn thing. <laughs> Um, and I let him watch the parade and he had a really good time. We got to see like a bunch of the players. Tom Brady was there. Bill Belichick was there. Bill Belichick smiled during the parade. It was really strange. Yeah, dude. He was happy. Like after the game was over and he's doing like the little post game interviews, he was like generally happy. Like yeah, generally his granddaughter with them and everything. Yeah. So yeah, we got to see all the players and everything. Um, they had a bunch of uh, like on the duck boats, they had like speakers playing like bad boy for life <laughs> Jeez. And uh, sweet victory from SpongeBob. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> People were throwing beers at Gronk. He had no shirt on. He was throwing Tide Pods out into the crowd. No, he was not. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and he's pounding beers. It was fucking great. But then we had to come home. So I'm like, all right. So fucking mass of humanity. We had to try to get back to the Riverside Station, but there was a train derailment. So we got onto the red line. The red line took us to a green line stop. And then we, we had to stop because there was no way to get around the derailed train. So they put us on a buses and then the buses took us around the derailment to a different station where we had to wait. And then one train at a time would slowly come. And it was almost like 75% full every time. Oh, geez. And there had to be like 500, 600 people at this station waiting to get on trains. So we, <laughs> I'm like, we're getting on the next fucking train. So me and Colin like snuck our way up to the front. And as soon as the doors open, we just pushed onto the train <laughs> like fucking animals. And uh, we made it back to the Riverside Station and got I was excited. I'm like, oh, we'll go out to eat somewhere somewhere different. We'll stop at one of the, the Natick Mall on the way home, which is a big mall. Um, they have a Lego store. it would be some crazy places to eat. There's like a cheese boy, which is a fancy grilled cheese sandwich place. That I thought Colin would like. And we were so hungry. We were like, I don't fucking care. <laughs> Get back to the car. I typed Wendy's into my GPS. It's like four <laughs> minutes. I'm like, all right, we're going to fucking Wendy's. <laughs> so what should have been a 35 minute train ride took us four hours to get back oh. to the car from the parade. God, that's awful. Yeah. Uh, you know, there's a million point five people in Boston just for the parade. So like it was crazy. But I had been five years ago when they beat the Seahawks. I went with Jay Money and. You know, it, traffic was a little bad getting to the station, but we got on the T, we got off the T, we watched the parade, we got back on the T, we went to the car, we went to <laughs> Cheesecake Factory on the way home, yeah. and I was home by 3 o'clock in the afternoon. <laughs> uh, on Tuesday, I got home after 9 p.m. So, Holy and I, shit. I had not gone to sleep. I got out of work, I came home, changed, and <laughs> got right. the car left. So I had been almost awake for 24 hours at that point. So, Oh, my God. But hey, it was worth it because Patriots have six Super Bowl championships. And that's an, that's it for football until August. So. Yeah, yeah. And Colin is at that age where you can put him up on your shoulders and he can see the parade because when they win in a few years, that's probably not going to happen. I got to tell you, dude, <laughs> towards the end of the parade, I was like, oh, God, <laughs> is it over yet? <laughs> but no, it was good times. It was good times. But now we've done that. He's seen a parade. We don't have to go ever again. <laughs> there you go. Cross that right off the list. 
That's right. So when they win next year, we could just watch the parade at home. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> awesome. Well, now that we've talked enough about us, let's talk some more about us. Mark Ellis, why don't you tell the listeners where they can find more So Wizard Podcast? All right. So everybody can go to SoWizardPodcast.com where you will find new episodes every week. Uh, you'll find movie reviews from yours truly, Netflix and Amazon streaming picks from our buddy, the awesome Adam Wallyhawk. You'll also find our merchandise there. Uh, purchase some of our T-shirts. Look good while you're representing the show. Uh, another great way to support our show is by doing your Amazon shopping right through the link that we keep right on the website. Uh, click on the big A, do your shopping receive your products and that way you'll be helping out our tiny little show here uh, you can also find our social media links right on the website we have facebook we have twitter we have instagram you can subscribe to us on apple Podcasts and give us a five-star review while you're there uh, you can also find us on the stitcher radio app for your tablet or smartphone podbean google play music and you can stream our show through spotify uh, another great way to support our show is through our patreon account patreon.com backslash soul wizard podcast get some bonus material from us here at soul wizard uh shout out to all of our podcasting buddies all over the world back to you joey I am Thanos. Give me all your special rocks. <laughs> oh, boy. So, uh, okay, before we get started with the news, uh, big announcement. We have joined a network. We are now officially a part of the Pulse Podcast Network. Uh, we'll be coming soon on their proprietary app, which you can download on Google Play or iTunes. And we'll be in there as well as all the other places we are. But that'll be a special app where you'll get notifications pop up for you, let you know right away when there's a new episode of So Wizard available. And, uh, yeah, we'll be hopefully uh, doing some cool stuff with them. So check them out. The Pulse Podcast Network is on Twitter and Facebook as well as PulsePodcastNetwork.com. And uh, I'm excited to talk about news. So let's do this. Yo, pump it up. It's time for the news. Yo, we getting ready to bring you the news, boy. All right, Mark Ellis, what's going on this week in the world of nerd? Uh, there actually isn't a lot going on this week. Just a couple <laughs> of things. A couple of quick, uh, quick little news bites. Starting with a cancellation of another zombie apocalypse movie. Uh, we have been waiting with bated breath for David Fincher and Brad Pitt to team back up for World War Z. Part two, uh, but apparently the studio said, you know what, this movie is just going to cost way too much money. We are scrapping it. So another David Fincher movie down the tubes, uh, still waiting for that 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea movie. Uh, but I am I'm a little disappointed about this one because I know a lot of people I know a lot of people had a, different opinions about World War Z. I actually thought it was a decent movie, a decent zombie movie. Uh, so I am very disappointed that Fincher isn't going to be back behind a camera for what could be an epic story uh, so this does this disappoint me a little bit but what did you guys think of this uh let's start with you aubrey i don't know that kind of sucks because i liked the first one the first one wasn't that bad so that's that's kind of sad i liked it yeah yeah that's what i thought too joey what about you how do you feel about war, war, world war z part two not happening um that's how i feel about it <laughs> I didn't really like the first one all that much. I thought it was literally the definition of a two and a half out of five movie. You're crazy. I don't even remember anything about it at all. At all. I don't remember a goddamn <laughs> thing about it. Did Brad Pitt wear like a scarf in that movie, I think, at some point? Yeah, he was out in the desert. So, yeah. <laughs> it's just so, it was so generic. I don't remember a damn thing about it. Um, the book is fucking phenomenal and I'm really I was always really upset that the movie was not based on the book. Yeah. And we didn't even get the Battle of Yonkers, which is like fucking amazing. It's like the army's last stand, United States Armed Forces last stand against zombies and it's fucking great in the book and we didn't even get that. We got Brad Pitt running around in the desert and then a plane crashes and it feels like it's a different movie. <laughs> <laughs> Because <laughs> it was done, the whole end of the movie was redone in reshoots. But um, I, I like David Fincher a lot, so I was kind of interested to see where he was going to go with this kind of subject matter. I don't think he's ever really done a uh, straight uh, horror movie like that, has he? Not since like Alien Three, not which doesn't really count. Or Seven, maybe kind of, maybe kind of count Seven uh, as suspense. 
Yeah, bloody... seven's more of like a murder mystery, I think, kind of thing, though, right? Like a yeah. thriller. Yeah, I yeah. wouldn't say it's a horror movie, but it definitely has yeah. those suspenseful, bloody elements to it. Right, but he's one of those directors where if he's attached to something, I'll sit up and be like, ooh. Right. You know, like, no matter what the subject matter is, because he's awesome outside Alien 3, um, <laughs> which isn't his, which was not his fault. But uh, it's fine. Maybe they'll work on something else, or him and Brad Pitt can do their own, like, original zombie movie, and somebody can take the rights to World War Z and do what they should have done with it, which is make a TV series that's like a Ken Burns documentary about mm-hmm. it. But Yeah, that's what I... I can't say I'm broken up about it. <laughs> That's what I was going to say. Now that it's not happening there, they'll probably turn it into an Amazon TV show. Oh, they're not going to let even the sl- anything with the slightest idea of being a franchise sit for too long. So right. Even if it's just like direct to red box, <laughs> like, like 13 sequels, like how there's like 25 sequels, the universal soldier. Right. <laughs> None of which star John Claude Van Damme. So my, my other hope is that they'll redo it as a, They'll just take Brad Pitt out of it and someone else will redo it and cast Michael B. Jordan in a lead. You can call it <laughs> World War ZZ. <laughs> no, because then someone could add another Z to it. It'll be World War Z. <laughs> That'd be part three. Oh, okay. World War Triple Z starring Vin Diesel. <laughs> <laughs> but that'll be the direct-to-video sequel, so it'll have Coolio in it instead of Michael B. Jordan. Uh, all right. Okay. So, all right. So, then in other news, guys, it's about that time. Uh-oh. We got to do it. We have to go back. And so, Warner Brothers, DCEU, they had another idea. <laughs> another, another idea on the whiteboard, huh? Yes. They've announced another movie. They said, you know what was really good about Aquaman? Um, the fact that it, A, made a lot of money. Amber, Amber Heard in a tight green outfit. <laughs> okay. That could be. That could be one A. <laughs> so the fact that they made a lot of money is great, but the trench scene is something that everyone talked about. So now they're going to make a spinoff based on the trench scene, which I'm sorry. That's just an incredibly stupid idea. Uh, let's just let's just stop announcing movies. You guys, please. God is is just another bad idea in the list of bad ideas. But what did you guys think of this as a spinoff? Joey. <laughs> That I, I really liked the trench scene in the movie. I thought that was great. It was, uh, it felt like something cool and unique that we hadn't seen before instead of just being like Thor the Dark World starring Jason Momoa. Oh, good point. Um, but I don't want a whole movie about that that has no Aquaman in it. Right. What does that have to do with anything? So it's just going to be a horror movie about a part of the ocean where monsters live? I mean, I guess that's cool, but... Why does it have to have anything to do with Aquaman? <laughs> like, you just make a horror movie then. Yeah, or just set the sequel inside of the trench. Have the trench be a big part of part two. Two Aqua, two man. <laughs> Aqua men. <laughs> Aqua, Aquaman's <laughs> starring Coolio as Aquaman. And Casper Van Dyne will be in it somehow. All right, uh, Aubrey, what about you? How do you feel about, would you go see a spinoff from the Aquaman movie that was just about the trench? Probably not now, but I'm sure I'll have to. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're going to save that until it's official, Aubrey. We won't, we won't make you go until they officially make it. How's that sound? Well, that's great news. With these DC movies, I almost feel like until I'm sitting in the theater watching it, I don't believe it's real. <laughs> Mm-hmm, exactly. I think over the last what almost five years of this podcast, we've talked about so many goddamn movies that they announced. What were we up to? Nineteen? So this will be twenty. Uh, you know, I have to check. So I think I was able to cross a couple of them off because we are definitely getting a Joker movie, and we're definitely getting yeah. that Birds of Prey movie. Yeah. So at least two of them are are in the works. Okay, so this puts us down. This so this would be eighteen, probably then. about eighteen, 19, yeah. down to seventeen, and then up to nineteen. Yep. Okay. Right. I can't wait for Batgirl and Nightwing to come out. <laughs> or at least start filming. Jeez. Right. I'm really looking forward to uh, New Gods. <laughs> <laughs> From the visionary creator of A Wrinkle in Time. <laughs> uh, poor Ava DuVernay. That's all right. We'll see what happens. I, I, I'm hoping that this one does get off the ground, but um, it's Warner Brothers DC. So what I will say to them, as far as the trench run, the last thing I'll say to them is... Kalel, no. 
stop. All right. So, all right. So then we had a couple of trailers this week that dropped. The first one I wanted to talk about was a God. It's it's really hard to describe this movie. It's a part three, but the title of it is exactly the same as the other two. They're making a sequel to Shaft, uh, which was a sequel to the original 1970 Shaft. Uh, but each one of these movies, there's not a Shaft 1 or Shaft 2 or a Shaft in Harlem or a Shaft in, in, in Africa or anything like that. It's just Shaft. Uh, this one looks like it has a little bit more of a comedic element to it. Samuel Jackson returns, uh, Richard Roundtree returns, and then they have a, a new kid playing Shaft Jr. Trailer looks entertaining. I mean, it looks like they're, uh, they're trying to introduce what made the original one fun for for a lot of the fans and then uh, introduce like a whole new generation into it without being it without it being dour and dark and ridiculous uh, so i actually think the trailer works it's it's not what i would be expecting from a shaft trilogy uh but i thought it was entertaining what did you guys think of this trailer uh let's start with you aubrey i also think it looked entertaining so i'm excited to see how it turns out comedies really are tough for me so i probably will go and think it's stupid but it did look interesting all right joy what about you man what'd you think of it uh, i thought it looked uh really good actually i i am pleasantly interested in this movie where i thought i wouldn't be interested at all so i'm really surprised <laughs> that it looked funny and fun and um i don't know just kind of kind of fun and goofy <laughs> Yeah, guess, which is weird because uh, I thought th- wasn't the uh, one with Samuel L. Jackson like 10 years ago. Was that 10 years ago? God, I know it feels like it was forever ago. Yeah. Wasn't that a little more serious? Yeah. Yeah, I thought it was. But it, it was one of those movies that it was the elements were serious, but they wanted you to kick back and enjoy it. You know what I mean? Right. And I don't understand how. Richard Roundtree is supposed to be his dad when he's only <laughs> like five years older than him right? in real life. <laughs> I saw them stated together and like, man, but I don't know, for some reason I bought it in the other movie of them being father and son, but for seeing them all together, I'm like, wow, that's a, uh, that age gap isn't really that big. Well, you know, good, thankfully for you, Mark, black don't crack. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, I I am interested in seeing this. I would like to go see this in the movie theater. Yeah, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Uh, Jesse Usher is playing. Usher, Usher. <laughs> thank you. Is playing uh, Shaft Junior or JJ as he's called in the movie. Um, and it looks good. It looks funny. Uh, directed by Tim Story, the guy who gave us uh, a bunch of other cool movies, but he also did Fantastic Four and Rise of the Silver Surfer. So uh, he's he always has a special place in my heart. I don't. Well, those movies aren't very good, but I don't think the problem was the direction. <laughs> no, no. I think he did a, he was a big Fantastic Four fan, and I think he did a serviceable job. Has he done anything else since those two movies? Uh, I'm sure he has, but I can't think of him right now. Nothing that, like, jumps out. So eh, maybe this is the start of his comeback. Yeah, nothing, like, geek-related. Uh, all right, so then we got another trailer for, uh, <laughs> Jesus, another reboot or remake. Uh, this one is of the classic Child's Play movie. This one is updated for 2019 with a little bit more modern technology, but with some of the same elements. A doll comes to life and starts to kill people. Now, I was a big fan of the original Child's Play. I thought it was actually a pretty solid horror movie uh, back in the day. Uh, this one looks really good, too. I'm actually looking forward to this. It has Aubrey Plaza in it. It's got my man from, uh, it's got my man from Atlanta, uh, Brian Therese Henry, who was also uh, the dad in a Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse. And uh, I think it looks really cool. Um, I'm really excited to see this. Joey, what did you think of the child's play reboot? Um, it was fine. Fine. That's <laughs> I it. I, I don't know. I, I love Aubrey Plaza. So, I mean, I'm already there day one, but I, I don't know. It looked like child's play. Like it, <laughs> like it didn't really reinvent the wheel or anything to me. I, we didn't get to see Chucky or hear him talk. So where's uh, Jennifer Tilly? Yeah, I think this is a uh, kind of like the James Bond thing where two different studios own the rights to the character <laughs> or maybe like a like a Marvel Fox thing. So, uh, yeah, somewhere out there, there is a Jennifer Tilly Chucky universe, but this ain't it. Yeah, um, I don't understand the like anger people have at this reboot existing. Like, is Child's Play really the hill you want to die on? <laughs> I like the first one, um, but, it, you know, two, three. 
uh, Bride, <laughs> Seed, <laughs> Cult. Like those aren't good that good movies. You know? Like it's not like somebody coming along and like shitting all over something super ultra classic. Like uh, I, I don't know. I'll, I'll go see it. I'll check it out. It looks uh, kind of spooky. Um, it, it, I don't want to see like little kids get hurt. So I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. But is this going to be rated R or are they going PG-13 on this? It's got to be rated R. Just that scene with Aubrey Plaza being tortured alone looks rated R. Oh, yeah. I was just thinking like, no, no, this would really make people's heads explode. But if they kept it PG-13, it'd be kind of cool because there isn't really a uh, like like a horror type franchise for like teenagers, teenagers. You know, it doesn't have to be goofy, but, you know, it also doesn't have to be gory and awful. You know, it could just be scary. Yeah. Well, Blumhouse makes horror movies for a PG-13 crowd all the time, and none of those are good, which is why there's no franchises. Yeah. Truth or dare. <laughs> God. Awful. Is Happy Death Day PG-13? Yeah. Yeah. So we'll, we'll was, see how the I second still hadn't one does. Seen the, I still hadn't seen the first one, and then I saw the trailer for the second one, and it spoiled the whole movie, so I don't have to see the first one. Yeah. So if, if yeah, that's sec- where I was at with that movie, too. Now, Aubrey, we we probably won't make you see this. Oh, maybe, maybe <laughs> we'll see what we'll see what the rating is. Uh, but we're gonna we, dress Noah up like Chucky and hide him in your bedroom. <laughs> oh, <God>. <laughs> <laughs> Play with me. <laughs> what did you think of the trailer, Aubrey? Um, I like Aubrey Plaza, so that'll be interesting to see how she plays that character. Other than that, I mean, I don't care much for it. All right. So, depending on the rating, is uh, whether we'll make you go see it or not. Pro- yeah, I don't know not. how I'd feel about little creepy dolls. You know? We can't make Aubrey go see this movie. I would feel like I'm a terrible person. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure somebody would love to sub for me that week. Yeah. Sure we have plenty of listeners and people who would love to be on the show. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm going through a like a horror movie like kind of. I'm turning my back on it because I went to see. Oh, God, I can't remember the name of it. Um, oh, I went to see The Prodigy this weekend, uh, thinking that I'm going to find like a hidden jewel, like a, a movie that, you know, no, not that many people talk about that's actually pretty good. And uh, I just don't like horror movies anymore. I realize now that you have to have a certain type of, you have to accept a lot of stuff. It's like watching a musical. You just have to expect that people are going to break out in song and sing songs and not be, you know, turned away from it. Horror movies just have to expect people to be dumb, make dumb decisions. And I can't do it anymore. I'm done until uh, Jordan Peele's Us comes out and until Child's Play comes out. But that's just me. That's my soapbox. Thank you for listening. (laughs) This has been Mark's TED Talk. I was just going to say, thank you for coming to my TED Talk. All right. So, uh, so yeah, that's it. That's all I got for the news. All right. Great. So, I guess uh, then it's time to talk about the main topic of the evening. And that's going to be our review of The Lego Movie 2. So, we all had a chance to see it. Let's do some non-spoiler talk to start. Then we'll play a sound drop, which will delineate spoilers. So if you haven't seen it yet, obviously, you don't want it spoiled. You'll have to jump ahead to the end. What did we think of the movie, Mark Ellis? I thought it was okay. And I think it was as good as the first one. You liked the first one better? I did. I thought it was a lot more clever. Okay. How about you, Aubrey? I did not fall asleep during this one. <laughs> so, so that's a win. That's a win for that's, the Legos. Yeah, yeah I've, I've fallen asleep during the first one two, three times now. <laughs> I really liked it. I thought it was good. I thought it was uh, a little bit less awesome than the first one, but I didn't think it was a huge drop off. I liked it a lot. Oh, okay. Does anyone have any non-spoiler thoughts or should we just jump right into spoilers? Uh, yeah, I don't have any. All right. Play the sound drop and let's spoil the hell out of the Lego movie, too. Spoiler alert. I had seen the future and I had to prevent it. All right. Uh, where do we even start? I don't know. What do you, <laughs> all right, let's talk about what we, uh, let's talk about what we liked about it. Um, there was some humor that was really, you know, I really liked the adult humor that they put in there for parents. Like when she steps on a Lego and she's like, childbirth, this. I laughed so hard. That's, so, that, that's one of the scenes that I actually did not like at all. I thought they, they took that joke way too far. 
I appreciated that there was humor for parents that wasn't also like awful double entendres or like like dirty. Yeah, like Shrek. <laughs> I guess you know what I mean. Yeah, like Shrek, like you said, Mark. I mean, there there's some in Shrek that's pretty shocking that it's in Shrek. Mm. <laughs> yeah, I I really liked the soundtrack. I thought the soundtrack was amazing. Like every single song that they played, I'm like, okay, I'm down with this. Even the um, uh, the ones that uh, Princess Whatever I Want to Be, <laughs> whatever her name was, I thought her songs were pretty good too. So I really, really enjoyed the soundtrack. I think the soundtrack is actually better than the first one. I was surprised how many songs were in it. It was almost like it was a musical. Yeah, yeah, there was a lot of songs in it. But I'm not going to lie, catchy song, that song, I was like instantly searching for that song as soon as I left the theater. <laughs> like I needed to hear it like right away. I love that song. That was awesome. Yep, I I liked that. I loved all the uh, subver- subversion of everything isn't awesome. <laughs> at the I end. Loved, I laughed really hard at the um, the vampire scene where he's like, "I like to wear women's pants," <laughs> <laughs> and uh, be in relationships where we can't be together and dwell <laughs> on our emotions. Oh. Where was that vampire from? Because people in the theater were like going nuts when that guy came on the screen. I have no idea, but the dialogue was fucking hysterical. <laughs> it was perfect. All right. So, what'd you guys think of the story of the princess wanting to marry Batman? <laughs> I thought they did a good job because it, you know, the way it's set up is like you obviously you think like Emmett, like you think that she's evil and he has to stop their wedding, but that's not actually what's happening though. The time travel at the end was kind of confusing. <laughs> yeah, but that's fine. Cause it's time travel. It is what it is. But, uh, I loved <laughs> when <laughs> I liked any time that he's in the real world and it's just like <laughs> the way he moves and like stumbles around and stuff. It's fucking hilarious when him and uh, Rex danger vest were fighting underneath the dryer. <laughs> <laughs> just like bumping into each other. I thought that was great. Mm-hmm. It reminded me of South Park in a way with that bumping into each other. It was really funny. Yeah, I was trying not to think too much on it, but I was, I, th- that part did kind of confuse me a little bit. Like, are these toys alive? Like Toy Story in a real world? Because there is, there's definitely a, a world of Legos that clearly the, the, um, the young uh, daughter is playing with, which is where I think most of the story comes from. But then there's like the <laughs> real world with you know, Will Ferrell and his kid, her brother. But the toys move in the real world. So do they are they really like alive, like Toy Story? Like I can my brain can separate the two, but I just couldn't well, I couldn't wrap my brain he around. He had that. said um that it was a projection of imagination. When they were under the dryer, Rex had made that comment that it was a projection of imagination. Mm-hmm. So I yeah, that doesn't help me. <laughs> <laughs> you're you're just overthinking it. I know, yeah. I know, and and that's you know, I just i i want to I want to understand. Maybe it's because I'm just not a big Lego fan. Maybe that what? might that might play that might play a part of it. You never had Legos when you were a kid. Um, I did, but I didn't. I, I didn't play with them. I threw them in the trash. <laughs> Are you fucking serious right now? I don't want to build stuff. I want my action figures to come with lightsabers and guns and ready to go. Oh, my God. But they do come with lightsabers and guns. Well, well they, the, the Legos nowadays, though, you can, like, like Noah has a chopper that you can push, like, one piece in the Lego, and it pops out all the little tiny circle Legos, mm-hmm. like missiles. Oh. amazing these days. But the Millennium Falcon that I built him um, shoots out lasers, too. <laughs> Yeah, I didn't have any of that when I was a kid. It was castle, city, and space. That was it. It's come a long way. See, I just had red, yellow, and blue bricks. Oh, God. That's it. What what am I going to do with these? Build stuff. (laughs) You know, I build a a weird T-shaped brick. (laughs) That's, That's all I got. It's like looking at a Tetris board. (laughs) <laughs> just, there's a few bricks stacked on top of each other and that's it what am I going to play with that I'll throw that aside and get my uh, my fucking Batmobile play with that for a little bit <laughs> so yeah so that, that world of being a master builder 
um, and constructing all of these things. It's a, it was great in the first movie. I thought it worked really well because I was able to see that world, you know, from, I could see what the filmmakers were trying to do and I, I understood it. Now that that's been established in the first one, the second one doesn't really have to explain it, but it opens up so many more questions and I just couldn't wrap my brain around it. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, I do love that when they're master building in the first and the second movie, the part numbers are the real part numbers from Lego. That I thought was really cool. It, yeah. it took me a while to figure that out. I don't, re- I don't remember that from the first movie at all. Yeah. thought it was so, great. That's fun. Yeah, I mean, the movie picks right up at the end of the sec- at the end of the first one with the Duplo attacking, so yeah, it was good. Did you notice that when they showed flashbacks to the first movie, like how young those kids were? Like that movie yeah. was five years ago. I had no, I it, for some reason I thought it was going to be like, I thought it was going to be like the next day or like maybe a week later. I, it's five years between the last movie. And I'm like, is that kid really still playing with Legos? <laughs> like the, the older yeah. son? Yeah. Um, yeah, we were talking. My kids and I were talking about that when we were leaving the movie theater. Was that that was five years ago? And mm-hmm. I was like, Janine, you were eleven when that came out. You're <laughs> you're going to get your learner's permit. And Colin was like six when that came out. It's crazy how long ago. I don't know why that took so long for them to come out with a sequel. But and yes, Mark, kids still play with toys when they get older. So all right, shout out to well, uh, shout out to Cowboy Rich. I know. Well, you know, I was on Facebook and I, uh, I'm in a bunch of GI Joe like groups and pages Yeah, and they post, they always post like the catalogs, you know, you used to buy GI Joe and you'd get like a, like a pamphlet that had what was coming out that year. Okay. And you know, those were really fun to look at when you were a kid and, uh, they posted one and it was like, here's the 1995 lineup. Which one of these did you, which, which of these characters did you have? I was looking at, I was like, okay, I had the new night creeper and I had, and I'm like, wait, 95. I was a senior in high school. <laughs> <laughs> then I got really embarrassed and I closed Facebook. And... <laughs> Went and paid a bill, did something more adult like. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> so, yes, Mark, older kids do play with toys still. So. Right on, right on. But I'm, I'm looking at this as a purely as a movie um, for someone who doesn't, who isn't really into Legos. I think the, the creativity of. The world is amazing. I love the visuals. I love all of the acting. I love all of the performances. I love the inside Chris Pratt jokes. But as a story as a whole, I thought it was a little bit weaker than the first one. But that you know, that that's just me. It didn't make it did not make me want to go out and buy Legos. It actually came with uh when I went to the theater, it came with a little package of Legos, like a little Emmet and um the red and, and yellow the heart. heart. Yeah. So I got one of those. I'm like, hey, I got look, I got a pack of Legos. I bet you could sell them on eBay for a lot of money. Oh, I just threw them in the trash. I'm like, <laughs> oh my god, you always look on eBay. Yeah, I'll be posting mine soon. At least recover the price of one of my movie tickets. So. <laughs> yeah, um, they're always worth crazy amounts of money. So, what did you guys not like about the movie, Aubrey? Was there anything you didn't like about the movie? Uh, you know, I'm not really big on animation movies and stuff like that. It just isn't. I like building Legos with Noah and everything, but. It's just not my cup of tea in the end. I don't want to watch a movie about Legos. <laughs> I think when the first one came out, I thought this is really fucking stupid. <laughs> <laughs> no, Playmobil, the movie is stupid. Well, I think we've even talked about this on the podcast in the past. And I've said, I think this is really fucking stupid. Um, it's just, you know, it's not my thing. It's just, I don't know. All right, Mark, other than... The story not making really any sense. What did you not like about? <laughs> did no. you not like when their mom stepped on Legos? What was that? We didn't like that. No, I, I mean I thought it was a funny joke. Like, oh, you know, because that's I'm sure that's everybody's nightmare is to walk in a room and step on a Lego and it filled the pain. But she did it like eighteen thousand times, and she, you know, there's a reaction for each one. And I'm like, all right, there's a rule of three for jokes that went. It just she did it way too much. At least for me, I thought the joke went. It stayed its welcome. Um, but yeah, it's a good idea. Obviously, if, if your kids are playing with Legos, you're going to walk into the room with no shoes on. Of course, that's, that's the way it works. I did like the Our Mamageddon aspect of it. I liked that that story part of it. But there was no there was no real reason why. Like she comes in and she says, all right, you guys can't get along. So we're putting all our Legos away. Our Mamageddon. So they put all the Legos away. And then like five minutes later, the kids are outside playing with the Legos again. So... What was the lesson that was learned? I, I, I don't get it. 
I think that they were supposed to just stop playing then. And then the final straw was when he broke the cake. And then that was it. Like you guys, all these toys do or make you guys argue and scream all the time. Put them away for good. Right. And that's what they did. And then they decided to take them outside and play with them. And now everything is fine. Right. There. Did I miss uh, Was there a piece of the story that I missed there? They were the toys were singing. <laughs> That's right. That's right. The toys were singing inside of the box. So that made the kids go, oh, wait, we're not locking these toys away. We're opening them up. So they open them up. They take them outside and play credits. Yes. <laughs> All right. All right. <clears throat> if that's OK with everyone else, that's fine. I just well, I don't, uh, does it? as a parent, I would say that probably their mom was like, well, now they're getting along. So I'm not going to make a big deal out of it. Right. See, I'm that's trying- not really implied in the movie, though. <laughs> See, I'm trying to think if I if my parents told me to put away all my Star Wars toys because they kept, you know, me and my brother sisters kept fighting over them and we put them away, then we're putting, you know, it's sad. It's a sad thing, but we're going to put them away. And then five minutes later, if we're outside playing with them, my parents wouldn't be like, oh, look at them getting along. My parents would be like, didn't I just tell you to put those toys away? Why are they outside in the yard? Yep. Yep. I, I completely agree, but that would be a really bad end to the movie. Yes, that would be. That would be. I'm saying it could have been. I thought there would have been like a better lesson in there somewhere. But I, other than that, other than that aspect, the story aspect, I thought it was great. I loved Will Ferrell's cameos. I thought that was fantastic. That he probably recorded over Skype. Yep. <laughs> what did you guys think when the movie ended, but didn't really end? I had to pee at that point. Aww. <laughs> um, so I was a little bit like, uh, okay, hurry up. But I did enjoy it. I thought that was funny. Mark. Um, I love the way that they incorporated the, are we talking about the closing credits? No, the, uh, like when they <laughs> got put away and it's like the end. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> actually, I actually thought that was really cool. I'm like, man, this is bold. I love this. It's <laughs> a nice change of pace for a kid's movie. I'm here for it. I knew that wasn't the end, but I did like it. Yeah, I mean, there was a lot of uh, we were the theater was pretty packed when we went, and like it was just like a lot of kids were just like, "Wait, what?" <laughs> <laughs> it's like, uh, yes, a theater full of kids looking like Mark Wahlberg. What? No, no. <laughs> I gotta say, I took Noah to the the movies with me to see the Lego Movie, and I so there the movie was packed full of kids, but. It was really nice to be in a theater full of kids for the first time ever because Noah ran off in front of me and I yelled at him and I was like, get your butt over here. You're losing toys when we get home. And then like two other parents did the same thing. And I was like, "Okay, we got a good crowd today. (laughs) (laughs) Did Noah like the movie? He loved it. He except like when the heart when you first when the heart was first introduced and they threw it he screamed out it's a bomb (laughs) (laughs) so he ruined that for everybody who didn't know that the hearts were bombs but yeah he he was in his glory he thought it was the best yeah when we left uh colin immediately wanted the lego set of emmett's motorcycle with like three wheels (laughs) Yeah, Noah does not know that the Lego movie actually has a set yet, but I'm sure once he does, we will be adding it to lists. <laughs> so it definitely worked on the kids. Both my kids like the movie. Um, Colin wants to buy Legos. Nice. Janine does not want to buy Legos, but she did like the movie. <laughs> Good. So it worked as a two-hour commercial. Thumbs Correct. Up. <laughs> Thumbs yeah. up, Lego. Good job. Oh, that was another thing I thought was funny when they were talking about um, when Batman gets kidnapped. And they were like, oh, no, now we don't have a hero because Marvel wouldn't answer our call. <laughs> <laughs> I did laugh out loud about that. That non-movie Aquaman and <laughs> 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 bootleg Harry Potter. <laughs> yeah, I thought that was actually I, pretty cool, too. Yeah, I also thought it was really funny when um, they introduced Rex and they went through, like, Chris Pratt's. Uh, movie role history mm-hmm. that yeah. was really funny i wish they made a parks and rec reference though oh that would have been awesome yeah maybe they did by just saying under this baby fat 
Oh, yeah, maybe. Maybe that was yeah, fair. Yeah, play. actually, yeah, First that that could have been it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I, and I did like Jason Momoa, Aquaman's. <laughs> My man. <laughs> all right, so yeah, yeah. Do so you want to give it a rating? Yeah. Would all right. Let's go around. We'll give it a rating. And and would you see a Lego Movie three? Aubrey out of five, and would you see part three? I'd probably give it a four. I would see part three. Um, just because the Lego movies do have a different set of humor that I actually think is funny. Because it, it's hard for comedy movies, I don't find them funny. But like this is almost like backhanded humor. And backhanded humor I find funny. So I, I would go see the third one. What about you, Mark Ellis? Out of five, I would normally... I would normally give it a 2.5 but the soundtrack was so amazing so that bumps it up to a three that bumps up to a three out of five yeah one of the things that i was really looking forward to part two was that rob schrab the creator of my favorite comic book in the world scud the disposable assassin was going to be directing this one Uh, so i was really looking forward to seeing him uh do like a solo animated movie on his own and uh i don't know what happened behind the scenes but he did not he wound up leaving a project. So that I was a little disappointed by that. I think that might've played a part into why I don't find a story that engrossing, but the cool thing about the first Lego movie and even Lego Batman is that they had really good s- scripts. So I'll, I would go see part three. Cause I really like the animation style. If it has a solid script, like uh, Lego Batman in the first movie, then I'll, I'll be down for it. So yeah, I would go see a part three. Okay. Well, I gave it a 3.75 out of wow. five. I I liked it a lot. I loved the music. The songs were great. I think the movie had a really good message at the end of the day about getting along with your siblings. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. As I a parent like of two children. Um, and, and like I said before, it's a fun movie you can watch with your kids. There's nothing bad in it that you need to worry about. So I, I enjoyed it a lot. And obviously not as good as the first one, which I would probably give a four out of five. But uh, I really, really liked this. So. Uh, I will definitely go see part three, but I don't want to see a Lego Ninjago. So fuck that. (laughs) (laughs) Keep it lean and mean. That's it. Lego movie only. No more spinoffs. Unless it's Lego Batman 2. I'll I'll take another one of those if you don't mind. Lego Justice League. Yeah, dude, I would be so ready for that. Oh, my God. They have a Lego DC superheroes. Mm, But I I want Jason Momoa and uh, Gal Gadot to do like the voices for the, the Lego Justice League. I think that would be perfect. What could Gal Gadot say in the movie? Kalel, no. (laughs) Awesome. Well, that's the Lego movie, too. So let's go around and get some recommendations and wrap this bad boy up. Aubrey, what do you got for the listeners this week? Um, My mom's been watching uh, This Is Us. She really likes it. You could go go watch This Is Us. I haven't watched it. Sounds kind of whack. Yeah, I haven't watched much of it, but it, it's it been getting a lot of press and everything. A lot of people really seem to enjoy it. Yeah, the show is on, uh, I think it's on its third season, I think. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty far. It's, a, it's, a, it's definitely one of those serious dramas that really try hard to make people cry at some point during the show. And uh, I'm a big softie, so I quit after about the fourth episode. I'm like, my, my tear ducts can't take the show anymore. I'm done. Yeah, I don't have feelings, so it doesn't work too well on me. Excellent. I will be skipping that show, not even anything I'm remotely interested in, but maybe one of the listeners might like it. Uh, Mark Ellis, how about you? Uh, I haven't been watching anything new. I'm trying to finish off all of my Academy Award nominated movies, Uh, but I did check out, uh, I want to reiterate what you had recommended before joey the fire documentaries that was on yep. netflix holy shit uh <laughs> it's only like an hour and 40 minutes so it's very quickly to get through i was very it's very easy to get through it quickly uh but it's so it's amazing the train wreck that happens in this movie is so engrossing you you want to see it's, it's hard to believe that this actually happened and i remember when all of the news came out, like when a story broke and i remember like it being such a, a big thing on social media but i had no idea that that's that was the uh, the base of it. It's ridiculous. So, uh, yeah, if you have Netflix, check out. Um, oh, what's the name of it? It's Fire. It's fire. Oh, it's it's uh it's Fire. The party that almost happened, or something like that. Uh, but it's on Netflix. Definitely check it out. It's amazing. Awesome. 
Well, I will recommend everybody goes to SoWizardPodcast.com where they can find the podcast every week, links to all our social media accounts on the right-hand side of the page, movie reviews, streaming picks, and so much more. SoWizardPodcast.com. Don't forget to check us out on iTunes, Spotify, just about anywhere that you find podcasts under the sun. We'll be there. You can subscribe and make sure you don't miss a show because there's hashtag no weeks off. Don't forget that you can support us on Patreon monetarily and get yourself extra episodes that are exclusive for Patreon by going to patreon.com backslash so is your podcast. Check out our YouTube channel, new weekly content every Monday on YouTube that is exclusive to YouTube. So go to YouTube and search for so is your podcast and check out the Pulse Podcast Network. That's our new home. I will recommend that everyone go to the movies, open your eyes up big and wide, <laughs> and watch Alita colon Battle Angel based on an anime. Why don't you understand that anime belongs in the trash? But don't let that hold you back because it's from executive producer James Cameron and Robert Rodriguez. And guess what, kids? We're going to be talking about it next week on the podcast. So... Get yourself to the movies and then get your ears ready to listen to our review of Alita Battle Angel. But that's going to do it for this week's episode number 236 in a row of the Soul Wizard podcast. I've been your host, Joey DiCarlo. My co-hosts have been the queen of all nerds, Aubrey Litchfield. Everything's not awesome. Sounds familiar to my life. And the expert, Mr. Marquis Marcellus Reagans. I was totally going to say the same thing, Aubrey. Everything is not awesome, but it is up to you, the listeners, to make it awesome. Wakanda forever. Remember, friends, future events such as these may affect you in the future. We'll see you next week. Good journey.